Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Align with Lina. And these these uh, uh, Facebook lives that I do are to assist anybody who is on a journey of awakening. This is a very deliberate spiritual journey where we're beginning to realize that there's more to who we are than we thought that there was. It is a journey that takes us beyond who we think we are as just a human and aligns us with who we are as a divine being on a human journey. And today's guest is is Leslie Welch. And Leslie is she is a business uh, or a career coach. She's also a divorce coach. And of course, she she incorporates law of attraction and other things that she um, has become a, a teacher of inside of all of the work that she does. But we're going to talk with Leslie, not only about her own personal journey, but because of the work that she does with people going through divorce, she incorporates everything that she has learned to assist her clients who may be coming to her for, for a different reason to also align with the truth of who they are. So please help me welcome Leslie. Leslie, I am so excited that you're part of this. And um, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Lena. I am delighted to be here with you today. And it's such a pleasure and such an honor to be interviewed by you. So thank oh. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So let's start where I start with everybody is tell me a little bit about what what was going on in your life, in your world when you decided that there had to be another way for you to be. And it deliberately began the path of well, and at the time it wasn't deliberate, but it put you on that path to becoming conscious, becoming aware of what, what we call the spiritual journey or the path to awakening. Um, take us there. Take us to that time in your life. Okay. Well, for me, you know, I was always very spiritual growing up and very curious, you know. I couldn't get enough information, you know, of course, as a child going to church and everything, everything was, why is this? I don't understand that. You know, why is it like that, you know? And I always had, uh, I don't know, an inner being feeling that there was just so much more to me, you know, because I was intuitive and I saw things differently, you know, than my parents did in my family. And I mean, I was always positive, um, you know, back into my 20s. I read books like Robert Schuller back then. <laughs> Oh, you, know, wow. you know, I would say to my dad, you know, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be this and I'm going to own that house. And they would, my parents would say, no, you're not. That's not going to happen. You know, that's for the rich people. That's for the other people out there. Mm -hmm. And it was all about mindset. So I grew up in a mindset coming from lack. Both of my parents had lived in severe poverty okay. growing up uh, and they came from, you know, very negative beliefs and everything. So as a child, I had taken on all those things. But for me, you know, I had been in a long-term marriage and I went through a period of time where I actually, my father was dying of cancer, prostate cancer. And I had worked years ago in oncology. So when I found out my dad's diagnosis, I knew he was going to die. So I spent a lot of time with him and it was like, an awakening to me was like, wow, this isn't by choice. This man came into this world at this time, and now he's going to leave this planet at this time. So it started opening me up to even more 
of a connection with my God and source and knowing that, wow, there's more to this than what I thought, you know, uh, everything. How old, how old were you at that time? At that time I was 45. Wow. Okay. Okay. 45. So what happened was as a result of that, my dad passed away in five months. And as a result of that, and I'd worked in oncology for several years, and I saw a lot of patients, a lot of women that were my age that played with my son on baseball teams and with my kids, and they grew up with them. I saw a lot of women my age dying of cancer. Oh, wow. And so I had this huge fear that I never wanted to be a cancer patient. Well, <laughs> lo and behold, five months after my dad passed from cancer and I witnessed all that pain that he went through, all the morphine and just trying to help him control that and manage that, the radiation, the chemo and stuff. I was diagnosed with melanoma. Oh my goodness, okay. Okay, and when I got the phone call from the doctor that day, because she said in the office, well, Mrs. Welch, I don't like how this looks. And I was like, okay, I know it doesn't look like good because I've worked in cancer, you know, and I've seen it before. So when she called me and gave me the diagnosis, it was five months later. I remember I was out on my patio doing some stuff and I was like, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't catch my breath. And I'm like, oh my God, am I ever going to be okay again? You know, so from there I had a retreat going on. Uh, a spiritual retreat was going on two weeks later. And I was at a point in my life where I was scared, uh, you know, and I knew I needed more. So then I went to the spiritual retreat and I dove even deeper, you know, where I literally, um, for the first time in my life, my religion and my source and my God really became real to me. I started diving deep. I did a lot of work with the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, and I accepted the Holy Spirit and my life started to change <laughs> out of that, you know, and I knew without a shadow of a doubt, I was going to be okay, that I would be okay. And I was, and then uh, five months later, or five years later, it came back again. So, but you see, my fear was so big that I realized looking back, my biggest fear I attracted <laughs> in my life, okay? Because what I was putting out, all those emotions and those feelings and that, oh my God, I don't want this. I was putting that out there vibrationally. So I attracted these things right to me. So it came back and I went through, I had four surgeries all together and we finally was cancer clear. I've been cancer clear for 10 years. But when you get a diagnosis and you can't control it, you start thinking, right? And it was a wake up call for me that God was trying to get my attention and he was gonna get it one way or another. Well, lo and behold, he got it because um, I'd been in a marriage for 30 years. Our children had grown up and we had kind of grown apart and you know we didn't have things in common anymore. Uh, lo and behold, and I don't, I'm gonna say what I went through because I want people to know. Um, my ex found a younger woman. By the time I found out nine months later that he was cheating on me, he is, in his brain he had already left me. Yeah. And I, I couldn't go back to that. And I knew I couldn't go back to that. And this one really broke me though, because you know, 
I mean, I had been even been to a brain surgery in my life before, but the, and the melanoma. But when this hit me, it hit me like a Mack truck. And I'm not kidding. Yeah. I, you know, it was like I something inside of me just was gone. I was empty, you know, that rawness. And for people that go through divorce and pain, you don't know what I'm talking about unless you've been there. And I say, my God, I joked my, and I say to women, other women, I say, that pain I went through was worse than the childbirth I went through with three children. And I'm not kidding you, you know, because it was just so painful for me. But it, uh, we got the divorce and everything. And I, you know, I was so lost. And I was like, I got to get out. I just got to get away. And I went on a retreat in Ocala, Georgia, in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. uh, in these cabins, right? Not plush, but I just needed to be outside, get in nature with no phones, did some yoga, some healthy eating, things like that. And there was a point where I was walking around and I was so emotional back then and broken. And I said, you know what, God? And at that point, you know, when we have things going on in our life, we want to bargain with God. You know, (laughs) my bargain was this. I said, God, I'll tell you what, if you take all this pain and anger and bitterness and uh, feeling right now away from me, I'll do whatever you want, you know, because I don't know what's next. You know, I've been, it was 55 years old. And I said, you need to tell me now what I'm supposed to do with my life because we had a joint business, a financial business that was very successful. And I didn't want to do that anymore because I became a shadow of my ex. I hid behind him. That scared little girl that grew up with laughing, everything became the shadow of her ex, you know, or that man I was married to. I was never myself. And, you know, uh, I thought I would go into holistic coaching because I had cancer and stuff. And I even spent some time out of our business where I worked in a fitness center. And what happened was I was I came home from this retreat. I signed off of all insurance and financial licenses because I was like, no, I can't do this. So, you know, I was sitting there. I was looking for certifications to go through and law of attraction came to me a year program that was through the quantum quantum success coaching academy that's world renowned with christy whitman and it's one of the best programs i mean you get year a year training you have to put in 70 live coaching hours and there's a lot of work with this program but what it did was it allowed me to work on myself on those limiting beliefs uh my fears you know my the words, the thoughts, my self-talk, the negativity, you know, and I got really deep with that for that year. And I was able to start working on myself and the world started opening up to me that and consciousness started coming in. And who was I at my core? And when I started realizing that, wow, that I had created everything in my life up to this point, (laughs) that I had to take responsibility for it, I mean, actually, I was able to forgive my spouse completely, send him nothing but love. You know, I have a good relationship with him. We're always going to care about each other because we have our children. We have adult children together, you know, but there was no more bitterness. There was no more hate. It was only love, you know, because I realized that at that point I had the conscious choice, you know, that my God that I've been taught with religion in so many churches wasn't out there. He was in here. 
my I am lives here. And when I realized that that I am and that higher power is what breathes me. Yeah. You know, that it's not me breathing me. I am here for that purpose. And I, you know, realized too that I thought my purpose was going to be like this. And I had went to a big coaching conference in San Diego. And if you know, some major speakers were there. Lisa Nichols was on stage talking. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to her and I get this little voice in my head going, I want you to do that. <laughs> and I went, oh, wait, no, 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 no. I did this, you know, I did this like, I did this coaching certification because when I did that, I was like, oh my God, what have I got myself into? I'm going to coach people live and stuff now. And the voice that came to me inside was, how am I going to do this? And I heard baby steps yeah. through this baby steps, you know, but when you realize that, and I didn't even realize, and that's been back three years ago, how big his plan, how yeah. big, my God, my source's plan was for my life. And Elena, I came to Atlanta three years ago. I have met the most extraordinary people, most extraordinary women, you know, other spiritual mentors I've had here, but I've also been put in so many places. I've been asked to be on so many things, the uh, National Association of Professional Divorce uh, Coaches. I recently was asked to be in, a good, um, in the League of Girlfriends. It's a fairly new program here. It started in Atlanta. They're going nationwide and they wanted a premier coach that could, a premier success coach on divorce in their program. So I'm on that platform and it's just like, it doesn't stop. It's like every day God throws something new at me you know? and it's been so much bigger and so much, yeah. so much more wonderful than I could have even imagined. You well, know? Let me, let me jump in here because you've seen so many wonderful things and, and, uh, we're going to have to backtrack a little bit so that you can fill in some spaces. Um, so you you hear you you are growing up with this positive way of thinking, with this connection, intuitive openness, which, you know, it, it's one of the things that I have realized through, you know, my 13, 14 years of coaching people is that so many of us baby boomers like uh, you and I, even if we're the tail end of the baby boomers, had a, a really a really keen intuition, but we had unconscious parents who didn't help us develop that. And so here you are with that connection, and then you've got your parents with a mindset of lack. So you take on all of those limiting beliefs, you kind of shut down your intuitive abilities in many ways. Right. And then you got, you got basically conformed into the roles that the world uh, was teaching you. So you go on and get married and it sounds like from what you were saying, uh, because of the when the divorce came around, um, it activated a lot of your your fears about who's going to take care of you, who's going to provide for you, because it's that mindset that we get trained into that as women, we need to have a man who is going to provide for us. I know I had the same stories. You know, I went through that with my divorces. Um, and then, of course, the piece that you said with your because I want to kind of jump back to your dad for a second. Your dad passes away from cancer and that triggers uh, fears for you. Um, 
And then you go through your own cancer thing. So paint a picture with more detail. What was what were some of the fears in your mind as you were experiencing your dad's um, cancer journey and then your cancer journey? Just give us just stay in that in that stage of your life okay. and share uh, with yeah. our audience. What was the mindset that you had? Because that is going to be a big contrast to when you then began to do these workshops and these spiritual retreats where you're discovering that voice inside again. So I want to show the contrast. So take us okay. back there to that. The place I was at was it was like um, an internal struggle going on with me because the being, you know, uh, the source within me was wanting to come out. And I was still battling that lack and not being enough. Okay. You know, because when we grow up with those things, you know, and you don't feel like you have value, but been coming out of a bad marriage as a woman at 55, that's been left for a younger woman. I am coming from lack of confidence lack of self-worth in myself, you know, and uh, I'm just not attractive anymore. You know, who's going to want you, you know, at this age, you know, you got traded in for the newer model. The younger you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because of course it's going on, you know, and then you've got that fear. Oh my God, the fear can be paralyzing when you're going through watching, you know, watching somebody else suffer and die is one of the hardest things you're, ever going to have to do and most of us are going to have to do it we don't get through this life without having to go there you know oh i went uh, through that with my both my parents you know they both yeah. died within a year from each other and, yeah. and with my mom's no, passing at yeah. 41 that sent me on my spiritual journey so it and is it's it's out of control you feel like your world is spiraling out of control and you can't take it back i remember saying because my dad's thing was chaotic and I have five other siblings or, or six other siblings that just went berserk. I mean, his death was a fiasco at the hospital. I was the oldest child. My mom was in denial that my dad was dying. She had been from the day I told her she was in denial until finally the family physician a couple weeks before he died said, you know, Neola Jack is dying, you know, and she was like, Jack is dying, you know, and so it was dealing with all that, but trying to be the strong one because I am the oldest sibling. I was the one that's in charge of my parents' affairs. I was the one that was supposed to know about the cancer, uh, you know, and be there, you know, for the treatments with him. And it was being torn from the time I had my children in college. I had two boys playing college ball pitching that I was very, very concerned about because they were going through some struggles of their own. They were in Florida and I had to be in Iowa with my dad, you know, but there's such a feeling of powerlessness. Yes. So I literally remember driving down there. I got to spend the night before he died with him. And you know what? I stayed with him that whole night because every, I had just flown back in after a week because that's how bad he went downhill. I just left and gotten back to Florida. And I remember, you know, I'm trying to deal in with my mom who literally cannot, she can't be there to watch him die. So that's really hard because he's feeling that she's abandoned him and exactly. he had a stroke, he had a stroke Lena, but here's the thing. 
in his, you can't tell me that he didn't know what was going on. And these physicians and stuff tried to tell me, oh no. And I'm like, yes, he's blinking his eyes. I can tell. And he's got tears in his eyes. That's his way of speaking to me. He is telling me now this, you know, and you will never, that is, you know, it's so amazing to see the power of that source in somebody yeah. too when they're dying. You know, there's a light there. There's just so, and I remember going down there that night and I am shaking because my siblings are at war about what's going on, but I didn't want to leave my mother. And I had been in that room and I said to my dad, I said, dad, I can't let mom be alone while you're dying because she's hurting so bad. And he blinked his eyes at me that he understood what I was saying, you know? And when I went back down there, I was like, I'm speeding down in my dad's four wheel drive pickup, you know? And I remember turning on this country road and thinking, God, I can't do this. I cannot deal with this. I don't know how to deal with this. How am I supposed to help my dad die? You know, how am I supposed to deal with this? You know, and I had to turn it over, Lena. I had to surrender it. I had to say, okay. You know, for me, a lot of times it was Jesus because Jesus is so friendly and so loving. Yeah. And I would say, Jesus, I'm laying this at your feet. I'm literally handing this to you, you know, and I have always since, I don't know, way back when, when I would pray and I would get on my knees, I always had that energy that flows through you. Yeah. You know, I have fibromyalgia, but I could sit like this in hours to praise to my source and not, I'd be able to sit here and it wouldn't bother me a bit. But if you yeah. wanted me to sit here, otherwise, you know, it would. So literally that was the point where I started to learn that I had to surrender to the power that was greater than me, knowing that life was always working out and it was in perfect timing. My dad was leaving the planet at the time he was meant to leave. Yeah. And at the exact right date, when he was supposed to come here, you know, and I truly believe we choose our parents, you know, to learn from their life's lessons, you know. Yes. And so interestingly, I was doing that, but it brought me to such a bigger understanding that there was so much more out there. And then having the cancer and battling that really brought me into a spiritual study where I really had to go deep and connect with the Holy Spirit within me, you know, and yeah. really turn that power over again, saying, okay, God, this, you know, you've got this. I mean, when I had it come back the second time, my ex-husband was, he was scared. I mean, you know, he was, you know, this is it, you know, I mean, he was literally crying, you know, because most people, when it comes back, you know, you don't get a second chance, but, you know, truly it was God saying, Leslie, you need to get on board with me now. You know, I, I'm giving you another chance to live, you know. And when my marriage ended, I've got to say, when the light bulb went on, that you mean I have the power now to create whatever I want in my life. And I was like, you know, and I realized that my ex and I hadn't been happy, you know, for those years. And I said, oh, my God, who gets another chance at 55 years old to live their life? and implement, you know, all these universal laws, the law of attraction, and, you know, everything I've studied, you know, with uh, Course of Miracles, things like that. Who gets a chance to come focused, to come alive, 
and know these things at my age. Yeah, let's talk about this um, because, you know, those are a lot of, of major life changes, you know, parents passing and divorce and it just rocks our world. Um, I know I definitely have been through all of that. And it seems like a lot of it came at about the same time within a couple of years. But let's talk about the law of attraction because that is such a beautiful, powerful thing when we begin to awaken, when we begin to know that we are realigning ourselves with the source, with our authentic self. Right. It really, uh, it, it's a very, um, it shatters our paradigms in our, our worldview completely gets shattered. I know for me, there was a realization first with a lot of anger and resentment that I had created um, all of the things in my life that I did not like. And it just brought me to that place that I could no longer be a victim. I could no longer point at what my dad did or my mom did or my ex did or whatever. And then it begins to to shift into, oh my gosh, if I created what I don't like, now I can create what I do like. So wow. to through your training, what did that, what was it that you began to see in your own life that you needed to change to get you to the place that going from powerlessness and, and a victim uh, to your husband's cheating and your parent, you know, your father dying and cancer, how did you use the law of attraction to begin to empower yourself? Okay, well, for me, you know, one of my biggest lessons that came out of my marriage, and, you know, my ex had told me this, and I was like, yeah, right, you know, that's your problem, you know, but really, you know, we learn from our experiences. One of the biggest things that came forth to me was I really, truly wasn't grateful enough for everything that I had had in my life. I mean, I had the big fancy house, I had the cars, I had the trips, you know, I had all those things. So, you know, it really, the light bulb went off when I started working with law of attraction that I needed to start being grateful. And if I could start with <laughs> my little journal here that I tell all my clients about is, um, this one's not it. It's a gratitude journal, and it's a secret gratitude journal. Do I even have it out? I guess I don't yet today. But if you look it up on Amazon, it is amazing. Because if we can start with just being grateful, you know, and that's where I start with changing my clients' mindset. Because I get women, when they're coming from divorce, they're coming to me with all that pain, with all that lack, with that narcissist spouse that they yeah. can't live with. You know, I mean, it is a disaster, you know. And if I find, if I can start just shifting them a little bit and work with them, law of attraction, and you know, Abraham Hicks, everybody has that vibrational alignment scale, yeah. you know, so I want my clients to start getting into their own feelings. So I will use uh, Rhonda Bird's uh, Secret yeah. Gratitude Journal. And I love that book because you list what you're thankful for now yeah. and why you're thankful for it and then what you're thankful for in the future. And when you're doing that, you know, when you're looking at that future, then you say like you have it now. It's not it's out there, it's that I have it now. And when you realize that what you're creating from this moment on, because our thoughts, our words, our beliefs, all those negative patterns that we've taken on, um, even, you know, our marriages showed up like that. My marriage looked like my parents. I mean, because you know, that's all I had ever known. You, I would have stayed there. I would have stayed with him till the end of time. 
if something wouldn't happen, you know. But um, when you can start with the small things, because we need to get, first of all, we got to start raising our vibration because what people don't get about love attraction, they, you know, think they get, well, yeah, like tracks like, you know, what my words say comes back to me. You got to go with inside. What are you vibrating from here? What is that feeling? What are those deep rooted thought pattern habits that you have been put there since childhood, you know? So it's really becoming conscious and aware of what we're saying. How are you treating yourself? If you don't treat yourself well, you're not going to be able to attract a new mate to you unless you fall in love with yourself first and you put yourself first and take care of yourself first. You know, we really do have to become the vibration that we want to be in this world and what we want to attract. And that includes with mates. You know, I find it very interesting when I work with people and I've seen it in my own life. I've been single for five years and I'm okay with it. But I realized for myself, you know, every time I meet somebody new, why, okay, what are we marrying? How did I attract him to me? What's going on with this? Is it just something that we're here to teach each other? But every time, Lena, I meet, I meet the most fantastic men and they end up, some of them being friends and I have to understand I've got my own inner work to do with that because still it's a lot of work when you come from a divorce and you feel like your heart has been broken because you've got to deal with that self-limiting belief, you know? Oh yeah. And so if we can start working just with law of attraction, basically figuring out what it is we're putting out, but then get into realizing we have the choice to make those thoughts and we can become the deliberate creator, which is, you know, the law of deliberate creation comes in because there's so many universal laws that work with each other. So if we can start putting out, decide, okay, this is what I really want. What do I want? Why do I want it? And how do I want to feel? We'll yeah. get into that feeling. I want to feel like this. I want to feel joy. I want to feel abundant. I want to feel love. So feel that you have to get in that feeling. And that's what people miss with law of attraction. You can't just put an affirmation out there and have it come back to you. You know, yeah. it has to be, Oh my God, I am so grateful today for my beautiful children, for my beautiful home. You know, I so appreciate that I have this and that. I mean, we have to really feel it into being and the power. The only power we have is the power of now. Not the power of the past, that's gone. So we start with working with the present. What do I want to create now in my future? Because even when I'm talking to you, I am sending my vibration out and I'm putting it out there in my future, which I like to call my vortex, where I would love to be able to stay in my vortex all the time. But, you know, we're, we, we also live in this human world and that can be difficult. So one of the things that um, you were saying, and <laughs> so glad that uh, Celsi is with us, um, you know, the one of the wonderful things about the law of attraction is it, it forces us, if we do go far enough, to get in touch with our feelings. Because when we are operating unconsciously, one of the things that we have become masterful at is disconnecting from our feelings. And we're operating from a place of, of a void 
but it's because we're avoiding what is really <clears throat> beneath the surface. And we've been trained into numbing our pain, into disowning our pain, into avoiding our pain, or projecting our, our pain, blaming other people for it, becoming a victim of, of all of these things that we just haven't been trained to look at inside of us at one time earlier on in my my journey um it, i began to to realize that i had a lot of unprocessed pain from childhood a lot of emotional um discomfort that no matter how much i practice my affirmations learning about the law of attraction the secret was one of the first things that i saw early on in my journey um you can affirm until the cows come home but if you yes if you don't go inside and look at that old pain because in essence we've got to clean up the old stuff um to make space for the new speak a little bit to so so you go through all the things that you're going through and then uh what had you become a uh, a divorce coach because I know you teach law of attraction to your clients. So speak to how did you make the switch to the divorce coach? And then let's talk about how you incorporate the law of attraction into that deeper shadow work healing that you also do. Okay. Well, what happened with me, I'd always had a professional background. Okay. Now remember too, coming from divorce, I'm coming from I'm not enough. So I got one certification after a year and I said, okay, well, that's not enough. Who's going to pay you to do that? You know? So, and that's what my family was saying. Okay. Moms went woo woo. What is this law of attraction stuff? Who's going to pay you to do that? Even my mother, I bet you know, my mom's 88. Well, I've never heard of anybody getting paid for this, you know? So a lot of that was there, right? So what I did, and you know, we've spoken earlier and I said, I used my coaching as a hobby for so long, for a few years, you know, it was a hobby of mine. I just kept digging deeper. So then I went into Reiki because, and Reiki really put me in touch with the power that I had in myself. You know, and I think we're afraid of that power. Yeah. You know, that can be very scary to find out that, you know, you have this, you are energy. And when you feel that energy flowing through you, which isn't you, is source flowing through you. It's so powerful, you know. Um, so, but I decided that, okay, Leslie, you need more because we need more yet. I wasn't quite there, you know, okay, this is about me and my self-limiting beliefs, you know, I need more. So, and I hadn't been ready to dig into this certification because it's uh, for attorneys, financial planners, it's for therapists, you have to have bachelor's degree. It's not an easy program to get into. And so I had put it on the back burner when I heard about it. And then I was sitting there and I thought, Leslie, you need a professional designation because what you're missing here is yes. Okay. You can help people heal mm -hmm. from because you've experienced this pain, you know, so you can help them heal from that. But here's the problem. They don't know how to deal with the legal aspects of this. So I decided I'm joining this program. I got accepted. Uh, mainly because I had a lot of years in a financial experience and I was a registered paraplanner, insurance agent and all this. So I got into this program and I'm working with therapists, attorneys and learning so much stuff. It was really intense. And actually it's the only program in the United States that is regulated 
and that the American bar recognizes as being a professional designation to work with people going through all stages of divorce. So that allows that my clients to come to me. I'm able to help walk them through the legal aspect of the divorce, you know, and help them understand what's going on because there's so much fear there. I have oh, been yeah. thrown into chaos. And believe me, when you're thrown into a divorce, you're not, you've got that, your brain is not focusing on that. You cannot focus, you know? So what I try to do is help them hold their hand, walk with them through this, through the divorce, help them find the right attorneys, the right mediators, who's going to work with them. What's their financial situation? What can they afford? You know, and I will say I help my clients save money and, you know, attorneys don't like to hear that maybe, but here's <laughs> the thing. Not everybody can afford all these thousands of dollars for divorce. And it doesn't have to be that way. I work really strongly trying to get parents to work together, families to keep the money in the family, because, you know, it's so important. They're going to be co-parenting for years, sometimes having these relationships. Now, when I get the women that are going through the gray divorce, that's scary for them because what we're finding is lots of women aren't prepared for this. And so what happens is I have actually seen, you know, women are scared. There's a lot of women that are going to be less. They're going to be not as well off as before yeah. their divorce. Okay. The male tends to be better off after the divorce if they've been the breadwinner. So that woman is in fear, you know, and so oh, yeah, this case does all survival. Yeah, it's survival. survival. What I call that monkey mind going on. I mean, you're here, you're there. You say, oh my God, I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown. I cannot talk to that man one more time. I can't fight over this and that, you know. So but when you get it into perspective, and you know, I'm really big with I get bitter women. And I'm really big. Well, what do you think you're attracting when you're doing that? What are you sending out, ma'am? You know, I don't care if he's what well, you can label a narcissist or whatever. That's your perception of who he is. That's okay if you want to call him that. But can we call him something else? You know, can you label him something different? You know, he is the co-parent. You know, and we'll come up with a funny name. You know, I know for mine, I called him Mr. T, you know, uh, just because I didn't want to call him by his name anymore. You know, oh, Mr. T. But, um, you know, what I try to do is to change that is, OK, just send him love because yeah. that person is hurting so bad Absolutely. right now. They're coming from fear. You don't understand. We either come from fear or love. So start yeah. sending love. And I'll get women saying, well, I can't do that. And I said, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to say, okay, God, source, Buddha, whatever you, it is you believe in, please do this for me. You know, I send this person your love. It doesn't have to be love from that person. But when you can get to that mindset that we all are coming from love, and if you can start spreading that and becoming that love and that light that we're meant to be on the planet, you know, we're here for that reason. And I wasn't living my passion and my purpose. And I'll tell you, and I know you are too, I am walking my journey and I am on the correct life plan because I am passionate and I absolutely love what I do. And, you know, that's why I decided after we did 
the divorce coaching, which I started working with women and helping him through that, I had the opportunity through the same college, they were doing a pilot program and they wanted to know if any of us already certified divorce coaches would like to do it. I said, yeah, I want in it because I'm working with women that are coming out. They can't keep their part-time beauty sales jobs that they've been networking with their friends. They've got to re-enter career. And some of those people can't afford to go back to school to do it. You know, yeah. so that's where it came in. I wanted to be able, for me, when I got into this, it was so much about, and my children, of course, I have, I mean, I have children, financial geniuses, children, you know, and they're like, well, mom, you just need to start thinking about the money mindset. And I said, you know what? My purpose and my passion when I got in this was helping others to make it easier for them so they wouldn't have to suffer like I did, go through the pain, make the financial mistakes. I did my divorce. My ex did not want the divorce. After the situation, he was like, well, we can just keep things like they are. <laughs> well, we would have mistress over here, maybe live here, and I would be here because he was so in fear. Uh, that I was going to take that business. I, I Florida's 50-50 state. After 30 years, you're grandfathered in. We just passed our 30-year anniversary. I mean, I think if I would have done that at that point, he would have had a nervous breakdown. I did not want to do that for my children. And I still loved him. You know, it doesn't mean because you're getting divorced or something goes wrong in, in a marriage that you can just shut that off because we are love. We are love. So, you know, I... I came to the conclusion, I'm always going to love my ex in a way, and he's always going to love me, but not oh, yeah. the same way, you know. So, but when, there's just so much peace that comes from getting in alignment with that power of who you are, you know. And I love Marianne Williamson's, you know, you were not created to play small. And your biggest fear is that you're more powerful than what you are, you know, and so much of what we're coming from and when we're dealing with any kind of problem and, you know, bringing it up and working on it, we keep it hidden and buried because there's a fear there. What's going to happen when I have to face that fear? Yes. And, and you are helping so many women uh, through the, the portal of divorce to come to the place of, of taking that divorce as an opportunity to look at themselves. Um, before we came on, you and I were talking about how you use the books by Debbie Ford, who is That's a brilliant, brilliant teacher. This and is she, she left she left humanity a powerful, powerful gift in her books. You know, the conscious divorce, divorce and also yes. the shadow. Yes. I love your holiness yes. because, you know, if you're really looking for healing, these prayers bring tears to my eyes. It tells you how to pray to your God and the prayers in here are beautiful. But her perspective of looking at it from a spiritual divorce you know, reading this book will help open women's eyes that are going through that. Another one I want to recommend before we go any further, too, is um, through the Certified Divorce College, before I even came along the program, they put together a book. And you can find it on Amazon. It's called Divorce Taking the High Road in Divorce. And it tells you the mistakes not to make. You know, not to throw in the towel on your divorce and just walk away. And that's what I did because of the pain I was in. But you know what? I knew. And I remember saying to my spouse, I said, don't worry about me. I'm going to be fine. 
because I knew that God would take care of me. And my, you know, that's the thing. My, uh, my family has a hard time dealing with this because I don't worry. I don't worry where my next meal's coming from. My next paycheck's coming to granted. I have very good alimony because I agreed to take lifetime alimony in exchange for us selling that business because my son was in it. I have a son that's still in that business and my ex was in it and I didn't want to destroy him, the clients or anybody because that, you know, being that, that light that I had for so long in me that just needed to come out. You know, I had that there and it's always been there, but that was the part of me that came so much from just love and healing, you know, and I say, you know, my testimony is, you know what? God did not just walk with me. He carried me through this. And I mean, it's awesome. You know, um, so there's just so many wonderful books and things out there and information if you know where to look for them. Yeah. And isn't that where this journey leads us is to the the realignment. You know, that's why I call this align with lineup, because I want to be a source of information, a, a source that helps people find example after example after example of ordinary people just like you and me. Who, who go inside, question all of these limiting beliefs, look at our egoic mindset, look at our shadow, look at everything that we have been hiding uh, behind because what we are hiding is, is our true self, our authentic self, our power, our light. And this journey um, that, that you have walked through has clearly prepared you as I believe every one of our journeys has chosen all of the things that happen, happen for a reason. And people can only hear that when they're ready to hear that. But give me a couple of examples of clients that you have had that all of a sudden never hearing about law of attraction, never hearing about shadow work, never hearing about, um, that we're powerful beyond measure and we chose our parents how do you give me some examples of where people have shifted their mindset that you saw because of what you do somebody shifted in in a woman found more of her power right and you know so much of the work i do now and many of my programs if you see i post a link and every, everything's about taking your power back and that's i try to start there because when they're blaming that spouse and everything and they're going through that you know it's the realization who are you really hurting here you're not hurting him. You're hurting you. You're hurting your children. How do you want to show up in the world? You know, how do you want your family to look back on this, you know, and see who you are? But when we take our power back, the, our whole world shifts, you know. So when I get a new client, they're usually, I have to explain to them, I am not your normal divorce coach, okay? I, you know, I, I, first of all, I'm a professional coach, professional career and divorce coach, but I use my spirituality that because I want you to heal. I want that life change for you. When you go through a three month program with me, I want you to be able to step out into that future. And we're going to get rid of that baggage that you've got, you know, and a lot of people have a real resistance to what do you mean? I created this, you know? Oh yeah. Yes, you created it. But then I go at it with like, what are the blessings? 
what are the blessings you got from this marriage, you know? And if you can look at the blessings, what you receive from this, and start with there, you know, it's all about gratitude and working on the vibration that we're in, you know? So uh, they find it amazing. Most of them, find, and you know, I, I, it's a, the light bulb goes off, you know, because in when, you know, I'll ask people, well, what, is that really your truth? <laughs> what, why, you that top? why is that true? You know, and you really have to do, and it's Katie Byron. I love her work. Byron love Katie. Her work. Byron her Katie, work. Katie, yeah. I love that. And, you know, if you do, as coaches, we're there just to guide them into becoming their best self. But I'm going to use every single tool I have in my toolbox because I want them to be able to have the life I have now, you know, which yeah. I love my life, you know. Uh, and I, I was laughing with a girlfriend, you know, because we were talking about, she said, well, Leslie, you know, you've had all this. You've been in limousines. You've been at the concerts. You've been, at, you know, all over the world and stuff. And I said, you know what? I like my smaller life better. Yeah. And isn't that interesting? Because it's not, it's it's really a bigger life. It is because a bigger life. Because I'm really living my life, you know, yeah. and now my life is just full of so much joy and I have so many aha moments, you know, but when I can shift a client and they can start and I give my clients so much to work on. I mean, I am not an easy coach. I tell them like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to call you out. You know, if I hear you talking, I'm going to stop you and say, okay, you know, we need to change this now, you know, <laughs> but I do a lot of work up, a lot of inner work with them, you know, where we'll do a lot of processes, a lot of worksheets and stuff. And, you know, because it, it's not easy to change your mindset. If you've never no, been brought up with all this, it's, it's foreign to people, you know, foreign. but once they come into it and they start understanding the power, you know, of what law of attraction can do to your life. And maybe you haven't start watching the secret or the abundant factor movie is another one out there that, uh, Randy Dane. Is it Randy Dane did it? Yeah. One of the first ones I ever watched. And it's so great, you know, for people to start shifting, yeah. you know, see what, when you step into living the universal laws and applying them to your life, you know, and I'll be talking to a client and it may be a month later and I'll say, well, isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, do you realize that you just attracted that job, that perfect job you were looking for in your life? How does that feel? You know, because once they do that, and I know I talked to you about, which I was going to mention to um, the audience, because this is a book that I give to clients um, that's in my program. And it's going to be one that I'm going to be doing the group program on. And it's all about changing your mindset, taking your power back. And I had talked to Lane about it earlier. This is law of attraction, freedom, mastery. You can find them on Amazon and you can also find the bigger ones. And I use the bigger one every year because it keeps me right there, always looking at my book, always questioning me with my goals and everything. But this literally has a website that will go with it. And I think I gave, yeah, I just sent a new client one, 1995. But this will start a life change for you because yeah. it's going to ask you questions 
that is going to get you thinking. And, you know, my whole purpose is for everybody to have coaching. And that's why um, I was going to mention I am going to be starting group coaching because I believe I've been doing a lot of one on one. And it came to me that I needed to be doing group because I need to make it affordable. Uh, to women that are going through divorce. So I've got a pilot program right now. It's free to get into. Uh, well, how can people Tell me, where can people go to learn about this? And I'll post it. Well, what they can do is they can actually just, it's, right now it'll be put on my website by the end of the week. Uh, but they can Google me, Leslie Welch, or send me a message, LeslieWelchDivorceCoach.com. Uh, they can also go on Meetup, the live group. I have a live group that's going to be part of this program uh, where we're going to meet live in a Meetup group. Right now it's called Woodstock Divorce Recovery. The name may change to more of a, you know, I have another group I call From Radiance to Divorce. This, this group is going to be combined with the other one. What I want to do is um, have the women that I know in the area, you know, it's going to be a laid back social function where we meet for coffee, drink, dinner, at least once a month, possibly mm -hmm. twice. I'm still trying to figure out the logistics of it. And then we do uh, like two live Zooms a month where yeah. I've got to ask, the, ask your divorce coach. So if there's something they want to ask me, they can. And then they'll get a one-on-one -on -one session with me. Uh, you know, they'll get the free gift and we'll, we'll be working on changing your life with the universal laws and healing. You know, uh, this is more about healing and changing your mindset and taking your future back, you know, yeah. so that you can, you know, you can step into that abundant future that yeah. we also deserve, you know, that's there for us. Yes, definitely. So if, if, Will everything uh, converge in LeslieWelchDivorceCoach.com? Because that's what I've put up there. Is that a way that people can find you? Yeah, they can connect with me through there. And then I have, I'm on Facebook, Leslie, Leslie Welch Divorce Coach. So they can friend me there. But okay. on the meetup now, they will find, I'm going to be posting, um, I post workshops on there, live Zooms and everything. And right now it's a, it's a pilot program, so I'm not charging for it. But in June, my idea was to bring group coaching to women yeah. so that they could afford it at a lower monthly fee. Yeah. You know, because I mean, my, I really, my journey is about helping as many people. At my age, you know, it's just about spreading the message about spreading the love, getting the word out, helping these people change, you know, and it's to me, it's sad when there's no place for these women to go. And I know there's divorce support groups, but I get so many women that come to me afterwards saying it wasn't enough. You yeah. know, what you're bringing is a level of consciousness and, and uh, Pitalin um, Albert was on here. She posted that she too is a, a a certified divorce coach and she is totally agreeing with what you're saying and and it really truly is um it's it's a very different process because when i went through my my divorces there was nobody out there that understood that i was going to create a not only a spiritual divorce i, I was consciously moving through the process also because i left my former husband who is very very well off and I did not want anything from him because uh, I I just didn't need that. I do trust in in my work. 
efficient. I had no fears about stepping out and leaving everything behind. It, it was not necessary for me. Now, depending on your level of consciousness, you'll be able to do something like that or not. But the, what you're doing is you're bringing a consciousness to an avenue where we are all going to be moving down whatever path it is, be it death, be it cancer, be it um, uh, the loss of a job, the loss of finances, the loss of a marriage. We are all moving through some big life changes that are forcing us to question what we believe about ourselves. They are bringing us face to face with our limiting beliefs. And I, I absolutely believe it's part of the journey. There is a divine plan that is going to force every single one of us to look at where is it that we've been hiding. And if we're hiding behind a job or hiding behind a marriage or hiding behind money, we are going to be pushed into situations that are going to force us to make a choice as to what is it that we value? Do we value being um, taken care of by something that is temporary or are we valuing knowing that who we are is eternally already taken care of because we've aligned with an, an eternal source we are, we are in connection with what is what is permanent and not focused on impermanent things to give us that love that peace that joy that safety that it is only available through our alignment with god um, that's powerful so, because you know, you know, you come from there, you know, and I love that about you, you know, and I honestly, like I said, you know, I scare the hell out of my kids because they're like, oh my God, we're going to have to take care of mom. I'm like, don't worry about me. I'm, I'm taking care of regardless, you know, and there's so much freedom and so much power, you know, it's almost, you know, when, you know, you feel those shifts and when you get those clients shifting, it's like that heart to the whole world you know and there's just I mean the universe is going to throw so much at you when you get in alignment you can't keep up with it it is absolutely true well I it's been delightful having you on this conversation and I've got uh, just uh, we're going to wrap this up so I definitely um, want to come back and give you an opportunity to to share one you know a few words of wisdom but next week for Align with Line, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Suzanne Bailey. And Suzanne Bailey is somebody, she was one of, not the first class, maybe in the third or fourth time that I did the Power of Awareness workshop. So she's been one of my, my clients. Um, I worked with her for many, many years, going on maybe 12 years now. And 2007 or yeah, that's when when she first came to my classes and she now has gone on to be a, a healer in her own right, an energy healer. So we're going to have Suzanne next week and we talk a little bit about energy healing. But Leslie, please, you, you have been so generous with your time and your share. Please share with everybody just the, a, a nugget of wisdom, something that you wish we you would have known when you were younger. Um, oh you folks with, with a parting nugget of wisdom on how, how we can align with that source within or stay aligned with it or reconnect with it. Right. I think it comes back to, you know, letting yourself become that child again. 
going back within and what did you experience as a child? What was the joy you felt? You know, can you align with that joy back then before everybody came along and told you you were this and that this was your label and we took on all that? What I want to say is bull crap. That is not who you are, and that was never who you are. That was just somebody else's illusion, somebody else's perspective, you know. And when you come, when you get that, and you really get it, and it clicks, and you can say, you know, that's not who I am. You might think that's who I am, but that's really your problem. That's not my problem. You know, so I think we just are consciousness, you know, in work all the time. I want to tell you one quick announcement, Elena, then I'm going to let you go because I think it's important. Uh, coming up May 18th, if you are a woman that lives in the area uh, in Roswell, Georgia, uh, you can ask me for information. I will be posting it up on the meetup site once a month. We have a second Saturday's meetup. It's a completely free workshop for women. We cover everything. I cover um, the certified divorce coaching part of it. Uh, we have an, a prominent attorney. We have a certified, a certified divorce financial analyst, and we have a realtor. And we all we all specialize in divorce. So. Uh, we do that. It'll be on the 18th from 9 to 12. Look for it. If you want to register for it, I'll have links for it. And I welcome anyone because you are going to get so much information. And the thing is, you're allowed to ask questions. And I have women come to this that have already been through the divorce process. And they say, oh, my God, I just got screwed. Where do I go from here? How do I get out of this? You know, so what's the name of the event? It's called uh, Second Saturdays, and they can even go to secondsaturdays.com or .org. It's um, started in San Diego, and it's just a free workshop for women, and we do it to put, you know, give the women the awareness they know, and, you know, on a, after that, I connect with them, and they get a free, you know, 30 minutes with me just to discuss their situation, so oh, they get so a lot of the workshop. That is so beautiful. And, and uh, what Leslie's referring to in our areas, we, we are in the Atlanta area in the northern suburbs. So that's what she's referring to. So secondsaturdays.com or .org. Yes. Um, they they register on there. And they'll see where it is. It's in Roswell, Georgia. And it's it, it probably, you know, I've been involved in a lot of things. This is probably the best workshop educational they're going to find. I mean, for free. You know, uh, with no charge. Yeah. Well, I love that there's so much love and desire by people who've been through the divorce process or who are involved in the divorce process, like attorneys and, and accountants and so forth. And um, you being a, a, a divorce coach, thank you for donating your time for those particular uh -huh. workshops. And thank you for sharing your wisdom and spending this hour with me today so that we can sprinkle a little more information about how it is that we all go through our own individual journey to align with our true authentic self. And what is so amazing is when we do that, we stop being focused on what can the world give to us and we become aligned with the source inside of us that says, what can I give the world? And that's what you're doing. Thank you for that. And it's absolutely you're beautiful. Welcome. Welcome. Waves, you, of love. Waves of love to everyone. Thank Beautiful. you, Lena. Love Bye -bye, you. Bye-bye, Leslie. Bye. And thank you to everyone who watched. <laughs> Let me sure to thank yeah. our viewers. Bye-bye. Okay.